My name is Erin Bees. Thank you so much for being here. I am a married mama of two that lives in Vegas that is on a journey to discover myself, on a journey to heal. It's been very, very clear, especially after you listen to this episode, it's probably going to make a little bit more sense. But in the last seven weeks, in the last year and a half, I've really been called to heal myself, to heal my relationship with food, spiritually, emotionally, all of these things. And I want to share that with you. So thank you for being here. Please make sure that you subscribe. Please make sure to leave me that five-star review. Share this out. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everybody, welcome back to the Beast Mode podcast. My name is Aaron Bees. You can call me hashtag Beast Mode. And as always, I'm really excited to be here. Um, you're probably looking at the title of this <laughs> of this podcast and thinking, what the heck? Um, first, I need you to know that anything that I share on this podcast is coming from a place of love. It is not coming from a place of judging you or your choices, or what's working for you. I just know that after about three and a half years or so of eating keto, that my body was telling me it needed something different. And I'll talk a little bit more about that, but I was keto for three and a half years. And I did some really, really incredible things that I'm grateful for. And, you know, like running the half marathon on a treadmill live on Facebook. I'll never forget that. Like, who does that? That's crazy. I was completely fasted. And I do think that it was from being keto for so long. And I also want you guys to know that it is okay for the things that you want in your life to change. And I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. It's okay for you to change the things that you want in your life. I think that there is so, oh, there's so much pressure around make a decision and stick with it. That it's like, there's this fluidity in life with goals, with relationships. You know, there's this kind of, maybe you want to call it, or maybe I want to call it that kind of divine femininity, that flow. And we get so wrapped up in the goals that we forget that we are being divinely guided in everything that we do. I do strongly believe that I was guided to keto for many reasons. One of which my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer after, I don't know, I'd been keto for a year and a half, two years or something. 
And while I'm not trying to make any medical claims or anything like that, you can Google keto and cancer and make the decision that is right for you. I do think that I was guided to that. I don't think that that was the end destination at all. And I think that that's okay. I think it's okay to change your mind. I think it's okay for your goals to change. I think it's okay for you to say, well, this is the area or the people or the places that I was spending time with. And now I'm going to move into this other direction. It's all part of the, uh, the journey. And if you are so rigid with your goals, with your way of eating, with how you work out, with who you spend time with, I know that this is keto, but this is in all things that we do in life. You're going to miss out on some opportunities that are literally made for you. So, I stopped eating keto about seven months ago, or seven, seven weeks, excuse me, seven weeks ago, my bad. Um, May, somewhere in May, right after my 41st birthday. And the reason that I did that was because I started to put weight on. I didn't feel good. I wasn't feeling motivated. And while there's been a lot going on in the last year and a half for all of us, there's been a lot of stress. There's been a lot of changes. There's been a lot of um, being home, not being as active. That, that goes without saying. I was searching, but I didn't know I was searching. And being keto for so long, and again, Please hear me when I tell you this. This is just my personal experience. Just me. So if keto is working for you, that is that is fantastic. I'm supporting you in your journey. I think that it's I think that that's great. Whatever makes you feel the best, I'm a fan of. So, I started to not feel so motivated. I started to not have as much energy and to I wasn't wanting to work out. I started to gain weight, which, yes, you could say for my lack of activities or activity, yeah, you're going to put weight on. At least I am, right? I don't know. Everybody's so different. And I got really, I'm going to use the word anxious. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's really how I was feeling at the time, but I'm going to use that so that we can move forward with this podcast, but I started to feel anxious about food. I started to not trust myself. And in the last year and a half, I have done a lot of work on myself. I have focused on a lot of the healing that I needed to do. And, I mean, that's always going to be a work in progress, but I think this was a piece of that. And... So I started to get anxious. I started to not trust myself. I started to, when I was keto, I don't know how to word this, you guys. When I was keto, there was a certain amount of drowning out the feedback that I was getting from my body. And this wasn't because of any people, um, places or things that were influencing me. It was just what I felt I needed to do at the time. And as I started to really listen to my body and the feedback it was giving me and my intuition and all of this stuff, I was being guided away from keto. And so in May of this year, just, you know, seven weeks ago, I decided, okay, well, 
what would happen if I, if I wasn't keto anymore? What would happen if I stepped into more of a, I don't want to say like a whole food diet, but a more inclusive way of eating, um, a holistic approach, if you will, to including all of the foods. It felt right when it came to my healing journey. And I don't know if this is making sense or resonating with you, but I would love to know. And so about seven weeks ago, um, I was probably close to 200 pounds. Um, again, I didn't have a, a ton of energy. I just wasn't feeling good. I just wasn't feeling like myself. And I was like, something, something is, I'm, I'm being called to change something. I just didn't know at the time. That's what it was. So I started to, uh, I use Noom, which is an app. Um, I don't have an affiliate code or any of those kinds of things. It's just a tool that I'm using and it helps me to address my relationship with food. There's three different categories. There is red, yellow, and green. And if you are anything like me, you're like, I just can't have any of the red foods. I'm going to stay away from the yellow foods and I'm going to eat all green because we naturally think that it is uh, either good or bad. I used to put foods in a good or bad category. I used to have this kind of all or nothing mentality when it came to food, you know, and I used to also feel like I needed to earn if I wanted to have some carbs. And what I realized was I was playing right into diet culture. I was playing right in to a poor relationship with food, not trusting myself and creating this kind of anxiety around food. I can say that confidently because I've worked my way. I've taken some steps through that. There's still some healing that needs to happen. And what I learned was using, using this app, I have learned that you can have the red foods. Red isn't bad. Yellow isn't bad. And, and green isn't, you know, it's, it's all good. What that they basically mean is green is a low calorie food that's going to fill you up. Yellow is a higher calorie food, also going to fill you up. And then red is the high calorie foods. So I literally went from probably being keto, you know, you're, you're, I was doing a 16, eight fast at the time I was doing a 60, 60 hour fast once a month. Um, and I feel like my goals were kind of all over the place. Well, am I in this to lose weight? Am I in this to do this? And now what I've realized is that I want to build some muscle. And that this is how I'm doing that. So yellow, or red, or excuse me, green is for low calorie, but will fill you up foods. Yellow is higher calorie and red is um, high calorie foods. So those are what you definitely want to limit, but it doesn't mean you have to stay away from them. You have a specific amount of calories in each category each day. And it's taught me caloric density, which I think is really important. It has taught me how to have a calorie deficit every day. It has helped me to heal the, the fact that I used to feel like I needed to earn food. Food is what fuels your body. You shouldn't have to earn that. You're good enough to have the food that you want. Now, is there reasons why I was wanting the cookies and the candies and the different things? Yeah, and a lot of that is, for me, 
around being bored or being sad or being tired. So there was an emotional aspect to all of this that I was stuffing down and being super strict. And then I would binge and then I would be like, well, that's shot. I might as well eat whatever I want the rest of the day. I'll just make sure that I go to the gym and then I wouldn't go to the gym and then I would feel terrible. And it was like, before I knew it, I was weeks off track. And it breaks my heart, honestly, when I'm on social media and people are like, I fell off track. I want to get back on the wagon because that was me. I felt that way. I was really hard on myself. And I know that there's a lot of you, especially if you're listening to this podcast, there's a lot of you that maybe you're in that situation now. Maybe you're in a place where you're like, gosh, I, I just can't get back on the wagon. Maybe it's because you're not supposed to be getting on that wagon. Maybe you're supposed to focus on your healing like I have. Maybe it's because, and it's not, it's not comfortable, you guys. It's really uncomfortable, you know, but you are allowed to change your viewpoint. You are allowed to change your goals. My body was telling me, listen, this doesn't feel right. You don't feel good. You don't have the energy that you used to have. You're sitting around an awful lot. And I knew something needed to change. And so along with the healing that I've done spiritually, physically, emotionally, I also needed to heal my relationship with food and my ability to trust myself. So that was about seven weeks ago. And while I'm down, uh, I'm down, I, it fluctuates. I'm down about five or six pounds. I definitely have noticed massive changes in how I feel when I'm eating. For example, uh, when I was keto and I would want to have like a cheat meal, we're going to go to this noodle bar tonight and I'm really excited about it. And it, this is kind of what triggered this thought for this podcast. I remember when I was keto and my husband wanted to go to this noodle bar and I was like, oh, but it's ramen and, you know, that is definitely not keto. I'm going to feel terrible. And there was such fear around it. I would be eating, I would be taking bites of the, this ramen and I would be thinking to myself, it's okay. It, you, it, it's fine. You can earn these carbs. You can go to the gym. You can do this. And I was, I, I couldn't enjoy the meal and it was creating this kind of negative feedback loop within myself. And so tonight, and I've noticed this in the last, I don't know, the last few weeks when I have something that is like a yellow or even a red, you know, if I want to have a piece of chocolate, I'm actually able to enjoy that chocolate without the guilt, without feeling like, Oh my gosh, this, you know, I might as well binge. I, I've noticed that I, I don't binge like I was. And it's because I'm not excluding you know, these, these whole food groups, like, oh, they're bad. They're not bad. They're not bad. It's just that you need to just do everything kind of in moderation. And so I do track what I eat every single day. I'm eating more than I ever have. Um, my, my performance in the gym and on the basketball court is very different. I have more energy. I am more focused. I feel better. My skin still looks amazing. And my waistline is shrinking, which is what I wanted. I'm not to a point where I want to lose 30 pounds like when I was prior to going keto. I'm to the point now where I want to work on specific areas through diet and exercise. And even diet, I don't like using the word, through eating. I'm eating anywhere from 18 to 1900 calories a day. And it's the stuff that I want. You guys, 
I love oatmeal. I know that sounds like really crazy, but I missed oatmeal and fruit and yes, you can have vegetables and stuff like that. And you could have certain fruits on keto, but I missed having all of this fruit around. I had such tunnel vision when it came to what I was able to eat. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to have some pork rinds and I'm going to have this and I'm going to have that, you know, but I would much rather now go for a handful of cherries or a handful of fruit or, um, you know, these types of things. And it's just been a really, really interesting journey. So I don't know. I just felt like I wanted to share that with you because if there's anybody that is, that is hurting, if there is anybody and, and I'll, I'm going to take full ownership because if you have been following me for a while, you probably followed me from the start of my, my keto journey. And I lost a ton of weight and I did some really cool things and then my body started talking to me. And so I, I knew that I needed to change some things and figure it out six months from now, a year from now, that may change again. And that is okay. You're allowed to do that. So I just want to take full ownership. So like if you found me through keto and I know that, how do I word this? I know that by me sharing my journey and encouraging others to go keto, there are people that I have hurt in a sense because of the things that I've had to work on healing. So for that, I apologize. Um, I want to always create this safe place. And at the time, I thought keto was right. And there are really great things about the keto diet and all of that stuff. And if it's working for you, fantastic. And if there, if there is any pain that I have caused um, that maybe you're not aware of or we haven't had a conversation about as far as like your relationship with food or, um, you know, just some of the things that I've shared with you that I was personally going through that healing process, I apologize. I apologize because um, it's never my intention to hurt anybody. It's never my intention to make people feel any of the things that I have felt through my healing journey with keto and everything else. That's never my intention. My intention is always for the good of people. And yeah, so I think I'll just I'll just leave that there. If if I have caused any pain uh, in your relationship with food, trusting yourself, any of those things, I just want you to know that I am very sorry because that is definitely not. I don't ever want to cause anybody pain. So and just dealing with my own pain, I can't even imagine how many others feel the same way that I do. And just knowing that I may have had a part in that, so I apologize for that. So. I just want you guys to know it is okay to change your goals. It is okay to um, change how you look at things, change your way of eating, change your workouts, change your, you know, the people you're spending time with, change your, you know, whatever businesses or business or work or any of those things. It's okay to change. That's all a part of this journey. And when we get such tunnel vision that we're like, this is the only thing, this is the only thing, this is the only way. We miss out on some really, really cool opportunities. So I just want you guys to know that I'm no longer eating keto and it's been about seven weeks. And would I have told you guys this earlier? 
Yes, of course. I would have, you know, I would have really, really kind of cracked this open a long time ago, but I was working through it on my own. So if this encourages you to heal in your life, whatever that looks like for you, I think that is really, really cool. Um, yeah, I've had a really, really good time with now with eating specific foods and understanding that it is okay to have an inclusive diet. It is okay to, you know, have some of those red food groups or the yellow food groups and that it's not going to sabotage me. And I still have those moments because part of Noom is you actually weigh yourself every day and it's because it's you taking the power back. There's so much power in the number on the scale, especially for us women that it is maddening. And for me, I used to have such fear around it. Like, what if the scale goes up? Well, it does. Every single day, it changes. My weight fluctuates. If I'm sore, it's going to fluctuate. If I had a bunch of water because I played two hours of basketball the, the day prior, it's going to fluctuate. And it, it, it is okay. But it's when you study the trends over a period of time where you can really see what's going on. And so for me, this was about taking my power back and understanding what my body needs, how I work, how I feel, you know, I'm studying how I sleep, I'm studying how much water I'm drinking, I'm studying my workouts, and I'm getting on a consistent routine where I am working out um, legs, well, yeah, we'll start on Monday, legs are on Mondays, uh, Tuesday is um, chest and triceps, Wednesday I'm lifting back and biceps, Thursday is a rest day, Friday is a basketball day, Saturday is a rest day, Sunday is a basketball day. So I'm not doing any cardio either outside of basketball. That's the only cardio that I'm doing. So when I go to the gym, I'm going strictly to lift. I'm not doing cardio after, which is completely different than anything that I've been taught. I was always taught, okay, you eat. Um, you are going to, uh, you, you do your lifting and then you do your cardio because it's going to burn fat. And while that might work for some people, what I was noticing was I was doing too much cardio, which actually, if you do a little bit of research, I'm not, I'm not a, a doctor. I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. If you do a little bit of research, if you're doing too much cardio, it can actually slow down the fat burning process. Just do a little research for yourself. Again, I'm just speaking from my own experience. So why am I not keto? Because I didn't want to exclude anything. I didn't want to have a, a poor relationship with food. I didn't want to feel guilty when I wanted to have something. I didn't want to earn my carbs. I didn't want to... I didn't want to fast. I wanted to wake up and have my coffee and have my oatmeal with a fruit in it and, and just enjoy my life. And that is exactly what I'm doing. So before you make any changes to your diet, if this is like, okay, I'm done with keto or, or whatever is, is right for you, please go talk to your doctor first. Please, please, please go talk to your doctor first because what's right for me might be completely different for you. I'm not giving medical advice. I'm just sharing my story, my journey. So um, I'm excited. I definitely am noticing some differences in my body. I'm definitely noticing... Uh, more muscle, which is really exciting. Um, when you have more muscle, you burn more fat. So that's cool. And I just, I'm enjoying life in a different way. I don't have the guilt. I don't have um, 
the lack of trust. And if I want to have ice cream, if I want to go to Dairy Queen, I'm going to go to Dairy Queen. I'm going to track it. I'm going to be honest about it. And if I go over on my calories, okay, I went over on my calories today. If it's a rest day, it's a rest day. I'm not going to, I'm not going to make myself earn food. Food is how we fuel our bodies. So anyways, that is my journey. That is my story. I know that it is a little bit different than probably what you have um, heard from me in quite some time. I've been doing a lot of talking about human design. That was all part of my healing journey. I've been doing a lot of talking um, just about motivation and inspiration and a lot of spiritual work and you know, it, it, this is my journey. I understand that. And human design has played a big role in that. Um, and I'm, I'm smiling as I'm saying this because one of the things, this is, we're jumping tracks here for a second, but one of the things with human design is um, how to find your purpose. And so <laughs> my purpose is actually to step out of line and show people that there's a different way to do things, which makes sense because as I'm recording this, I'm thinking about that, but I'm also thinking about my, uh, my podcast that I did two, I think it was two years ago and it was how I was guided to keto. I do still believe that I was guided to keto. I do still believe that in the last, however many years that the things that have the people, places, and things that have shown up in my life, I was guided to for some reason or another. I do strongly believe that. And right now I feel like I'm kind of at a little bit of a crossroads where things are changing, things are shifting. I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to honor myself. I'm trying to honor my journey. And part of that has been healing through human design and my, my spiritual journey. And food is a, is a part of that. So um, call it inclusive eating call it intuitive eating, call it uh, a caloric deficit. I don't know what you call this, but um, that's what I'm doing. It feels fantastic. I, I want that for you. I want you to feel amazing. So whatever that looks like for you, just know that I am your biggest fan when it comes to that. If you have any questions about this, feel free to reach out to me on any of my social media pages. Um, I definitely am an open book when it comes to this because I think that there is power in vulnerability and I'm not sharing this with you um, as like a sales tactic or anything like that. This is strictly me just saying, I want you to live your best life, whatever that looks like. So again, if you have any questions, let me know. I would really love um, for you to leave me a five-star rating on iTunes. If this resonated with you. If this level of honesty, vulnerability, throwing myself on the sword in a sense uh, resonated with you, I would really love for you to share that so that others can find it too. <sighs> yeah, I feel like this was heavy. But anyways, share this in your stories. If this is something, again, that resonates with you and you feel called to do that, feel free to tag me. I would love to share your story in my story. I would love to connect with you. I would love to cheer you on. I would love to support you. Whatever it is that you need, uh, just know that, that I'm, I'm here cheering you on. Okay, so there you have it. No longer keto after three and a half years, and uh, it's been a beautiful journey, and I'm excited to see what the next chapter brings. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your review. Thank you for sharing in your stories, and I look forward to chatting with you, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. 
Have an amazing day, friends.